On today's show, Jeep gives us a glimpse of the new Wrangler's interior. Despite the German automakers abandoning the diesel in the U.S. market, sales are still going strong, and a new autonomous shuttle gets into an accident within its first hour of operation. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Yesterday, we reported that Waymo will launch an autonomous service in the next couple of months without a human driver behind the wheel. But it isn't the first to offer a self-driving service to the public in the U.S. Yesterday, AAA and Keolis began operating an autonomous shuttle from Navia along a half-mile route in downtown Las Vegas. However, within the first hour of operation, it was involved in an accident with a delivery truck. Luckily, it was just a minor fender bender and no one was hurt. But it wasn't the shuttle's fault and the driver was sighted. Even still, this is a bit of a black eye for autonomous vehicles and could make people who aren't sure about the technology even more wary. The shuttle was taken out of service and it's not clear when the program will resume. And also in yesterday's report, we told you about Volkswagen and Navistar creating an all-electric school bus and now another German automaker is joining the party. Daimler's subsidiary, Thomas Built Buses, will introduce an EV school bus in 2019 in the U.S. It will have a range of about 100 miles, and additional battery packs are optional if more range is needed. You'd think that with Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, BMW, and Mercedes dropping almost all their diesel models in the American market, that sales of diesels would be dying. But thanks to pickup trucks, diesel engines are selling strong. Even more surprising is that sales of diesels just about match hybrids, plug-ins, and electric cars combined. One problem with green cars is that they're mostly passenger cars, and sales of pass cars are dropping every month. Here's one telling fact why diesels are doing well. The most loyal customers in the American market are pickup buyers, and the most loyal pickup customers are the ones who buy diesels. Still to come, a look at the updates to the family of golf vehicles. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Hyundai, better drives us. Jeep showed off the exterior of the all-new Wrangler the other day, and now it's giving a look at the interior. So let's break down the changes. The air vents have all been set on the same plane on the face of the dash, which is painted body color in this example, and also in line with the round gauges in the cluster. A small display screen sits between those gauges, and the infotainment screen looks larger than the outgoing model. Set below the center screen are the controls for the HVAC system, and below that, the off-road settings. To me, it is a bit more cluttered than the outgoing model, but we'll see more when it makes its official debut at the end of the month. Speaking of new models, Volkswagen's refreshed family of 2018 Golf vehicles will be hitting dealers soon, and here are some of the highlights. All models will see LEDs in the headlights and taillights, and higher-end GTIs get full LED headlight assemblies with this slick red trim. The Golf R now features the automaker's digital cockpit as standard, the exhaust has been pushed to the outside, and a 7-speed DSG replaces a 6-speed. The Alltrack gets a new deep green paint job 
that can be paired with a saddle color interior. And since VW names its wheels after places with racetracks, or at least some sort of racing heritage, the GTI gets a new Dallas wheel, and the Golf R, the English Town wheel. And hey, don't forget that Autoline After Hours is this afternoon. It's all about the all-new Ford Expedition, and no doubt all of you in the audience who work on the Chevy Suburban and Tahoe will find this a great source of information on your latest competitive threat. Coming up next, John will be here to answer your questions in You Said It. And now it's time for You Said It, where I get to answer your questions and react to your comments. And boy, my report on how much energy and how much of a carbon footprint is generated by manufacturing lithium batteries for EVs sure got a reaction from a bunch of you. Glenn Beatty says, I just unsubscribed. I've watched you for many years. This statement about the carbon footprint of EVs is BS. I don't know where you came up with your information on the manufacturing of lithium batteries, but I sure would like to know. Well, Glenn, I'm sorry to hear that you're no longer interested in AutoLine Daily because you heard something you didn't agree with. But just for the record, my source is the Union of Concerned Scientists, which I did cite in my report. And I also saw this firsthand in visiting Nissan's battery manufacturing plant in Tennessee. And Michael had this to say, Please note that Tesla's Gigafactory will be powered completely by a solar-slash-wind farm built on the roof and will not use any power from the grid, and thus the batteries used in Tesla's cars will not create any carbon footprint at all. I hope you're right, Michael, but I wouldn't take Tesla's statements at face value. As much as I admire the company, and I truly do, Elon Musk has a history of grossly exaggerating what they're going to do. In fact, just read up on how the company has been using diesel generators to power some of its supercharger stations. And Barry Rector wants to know, does CARB know these statistics about how much energy it takes to produce the batteries for zero emission vehicles? Are any batteries produced in California? Well, yeah, the California Air Resources Board is aware, but the Union of Concerned Scientists says that EVs make up the difference in their carbon footprint over their lifetime and they come out cleaner overall, so it's something they say we shouldn't be worried about. And to my knowledge, no EV batteries are manufactured in California, though battery packs are assembled there. And Anthony Parisio said that pollution that comes from gas cars is not limited to only carbon dioxide. The particulates that they expel are carcinogens that have no safe limits. They are so small, no filter can stop them. Why didn't you mention any of these facts in your article? Well, you are right. Particulate matter, or PM, is a serious health hazard. But I don't think it's true that it cannot be filtered. Modern diesel engines come with PM filters, and in fact, they're so effective that the European Union is mandating them for gasoline engines, and they're even effective for 2.5 PM. But you know what? Cars are no longer the major source of PM. Cooking meat 
especially charbroiling, is now the major source of PM generation in urban areas. And Chris G says, another study published this week says that even when we consider the battery production and source of electricity, electric cars pollute between 25 to 85 percent less than a diesel-powered car. Yeah, and you're right, that study came from the Transportation Research Institute at the University of Michigan. But I'd like to point you out to a study published in Scientific American that kind of contradicts that. According to that study, it all depends on the source of your electricity. If it's generated with fossil fuels, a battery electric vehicle is no cleaner than a hybrid powered by an internal combustion engine. And studies from the Argonne National Laboratory in Illinois and Tsinghua University in China show that EVs are going to generate more pollution in China because nearly 80% of its electricity comes from coal. And finally, Ziggy saw Sean bring his dog onto the show yesterday, and he says, I want to hear what the dog has to say about autonomy, because I think her take on it will be just as legit as all the talking heads you have had on so far with their pie-in-the-sky predictions and dreamy-eyed forecasts. Woof! <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I really like that one. But I got to cut it off here. I really like this discussion you all generated, but we're out of time. It brings us to the end of today's show, and thank you for watching.